Welcome to Line Noise on Radio Primavera Sound. It's our third episode, and I'm extremely pleased to announce that uh, we have a new host. It is Brackbury. Hello. Hello, Ben. How are you doing? I'm I'm fine. So... You are going to... I think people have had enough of my voice from the first two episodes. Um, so you're uh, going to be leading, I think, in this. In well, this. I have a cold now, so... Is, is it a techno cold? <laughs> yes, it is techno, totally. Okay. I think, well, we need to get on and introduce the first song then. What, what's the first song to be? Today going to be talking about uh, one thing I'd like a lot, which is um, what I would call, like, all these uh, A-rap, um, you know... Um, or arabesque kind of um, styles into electronic music, or if we just switch it, switch the the point of view, it's all these Arab produced on um, electronic music, which from our Western Westerners point of view, it's kind of like the other, it's always been the otherness, something we we look from from apart. We're not really into it, and it and it's been such a topic from you know from back in the days, from even from 19th century. Debussy had this arabesque tune. Then there's this other one which I used to listen when I was a kid. Uh, it was um, the Persian Market by Joseph Kettlebay, like romantic stuff. So it's this has been like around for quite a while, like looking into the Arab world as something different, and still happens in 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 today's music. And I'm gonna go back to the 80s. To show you um, this strange tune uh, from, they're mostly all these guys like producing um, Arabic styled uh, music. They're all mostly expats or you know people from the diaspora. And this guy, I don't know much about him, um, um, released this record, which was which contained only one tune, but with different versions. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Uh, the artist called Sheikh Fawaz. Um, he's supposed to be. He was supposed to be based on in, in New York. Uh, the thing sounds kind of like Chicago House somehow. It's the year is '88, so we're there. And this is called uh, Mohammed's House. And this special tune is the Islamic fundamental mix.
That was Sheikh Fawaz with Mohammed's House. And I've got to say, I've listened to a lot of electronic music, but when you first played this to me, it absolutely blew my mind. <laughs> I mean, you were saying something just now about, about the Arabic melodies. Well, it's this thing, I mean, what would you expect from... I mean, I keep, like, when, when I search for this music in the crates, you know, I, you, you can even, like, if you go search now and you go, um, if you Google this, uh, if you want to find some of this uh, Arabic-style electronic music, you, you, I mean, we definitely go for, you know, Arab something in Google, and then you get loads of results from there. But, um, I mean, yeah, it's the same as you go for, for digging, and you... When, when you see this word, I, I saw like Mohammed's house, like it's got this kind of like a uh, joke where house is house music and then Mohammed's house. And I just had to buy the record. I had to buy it. And it's this kind of like purchase when you don't know what you're going to find on the, in, the, in the record. And then I, you played it and it's, as you said, like it blew my mind completely. The fact that it's from 1988 as well, I can just yeah. imagine sort of ravers in a field just being like, did that, did that happen? I think so. I'll just go with it. You know? Yeah, I would just imagine it was New York and, and you know, these guys, as we said before, uh, you know, they were expats. They were, you know, they're fleeing from their countries. Maybe some conflicts there happening and they were like based on uh, in the States and they just, you know, got into the house music and they had to say their word about it. And the the titling is like the naming of the tracks is I mean first one is like they're all Muhammad's house but they have like brackets with uh, live at the harem. There's the A2 track is, that we listen to is Islamic fundamental mix. Then you have the Salam alaikum one. <laughs> it's like really, really <laughs> cliche stuff. But still, you, you had they had to go, like cut through. I mean, they were like uh, thinking about the guy like you know, holding the vinyl on the hands and saying, like, what's this all about? Okay, salam alaikum one, I, I might like that one. <laughs> I know what that means, or whatever. Yeah. So we're going to put on uh, another track now. Uh, one familiar name to me in uh, Adrian Sherwood, and one uh, utterly non-familiar name to me in Najma. What, what can you tell us about this? I, I simply, like, love this vinyl. It's a piece of vinyl, really rare to find. Um, once again, if you Google for this, uh, you're going to find the Discogs page, and not much more uh this uh this was like an iraqi singer uh again an expat uh living in switzerland i think and then there's 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 uh, other credits uh for this uh guy called gabor k christoph or gabor j christoph which happens to be a hungarian guy um which i friend which the other day i friended on facebook because that's <laughs> He's still alive, so I thought he, the guy got you know, the guy had um, got like really few credits on the record because you know the you know as you point out like it's Adrian Sherbert was mixing the record yeah. so like okay you want to think like hey Najima and Adrian Sherbert that's a good combo but what about Gabor well Gabor's there he's still alive and he lives in Switzerland he has this uh, music academy thing um, this um, this record's called Rapture in Baghdad and it had also like really evocative uh, titles in it. And we're gonna listen to this like two sides uh, to it. The A side is like more of the poppy uh, tunes um, from Najima, and I I presume they were um, produced by Gaber, uh, the guy Christoph, uh, underrated. And then the the B side was like all mixed by Adrian Sherwood, and it's it's not house, it's not techno, it's like kind of like dubby, of course. Um, electronic explorations it's dated in 1984 so it's even you know earlier than the the shake for was one it's really interesting we're gonna listen to the episode beat Habib. Habib. Da-ha. Da-ha. 
So Ben, how do you like this? I loved it. Those sort of minimal drums rattling away, and you could hear the vinyl crackle in 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 the background. And I was thinking, where where is it going to go? You know, because you you'd sort of described it a little bit, and I know what Adrian Sherwood does, but it could have almost done anything. You know, when it does that pause, it's like what's going to happen? Then comes in that lovely, beautiful melody. It's it's some it's slappy a- bass as well. I, I mean. Uh, this was 1984, so imagine uh, this was like, if we get a little technical, it was in like a destructive online mix all the way, like on a mixing deck, maybe some tapes. Uh, so, I mean, it reminds me of like uh, this um, so, sort of like, I mean, it's totally dubby, but, you know, to bring it more forward, uh, if, if you think of, um, you remember that guy called Mike Q? I do, yes. Yeah, so like Mike Q stuff, like really stripped down bare bones, um, like, all the tune is like just a beat for five minutes and then some like tiny elements on top. So we got this connection there. This is one of the reasons I was very happy to have Brackberry here because he makes music. Uh, you can check it out now, uh, sort of Iberian juke. Yeah. Uh, so he knows he knows about these things, which I don't, which is, which is great. We'll develop. The uh, other it's tune that you're going to play, um, I really like... Just the song title alone. Um, south, be- yeah, the south of the River Tigris. Yeah, because have you, you've never lived in London, right? No. Okay, so people in London are obsessed with like north of the river, south of the river. You know, so like mm-hmm. if you just like say south of the river, you know, everyone knows you're talking about south, south London. Well, maybe not everyone, but I like the way yeah. they sort of get south of the river Tigris. It's like the combination of the Londonness and the, the, the Tigris. And uh, you got this epic on the titles as well. Like all these uh, Arabic things, like as, as we said earlier, I mean, you really gotta, you know, check on the names, and the names gonna call, you know, they kind of like act like a call for you, like a they draw you to the to the music, and this is like so uh, such an epic title, South of the River Tigris. You can imagine, like I don't know, Baghdad in the '80s. What what could that be like? I mean, can you imagine? I, I don't imagine they're listening to Adrian Sherwood, but I wish they. I, you know, who knows? <laughs> Frankly, who knows? So this is another B-side cut. Uh, it's more, you'll see it's kind of like the intros are really nice and dreamy and you really get into it. Uh, it's called South of River Tigris. Yeah. 
That was Najima with Adrian Sherwood, south of the River Tigris. And next we're going to be talking about, I think, one of my favourite artists, an artist who... She's done lots of sort of globe-trotting things, like she did the Fatima Al Qadiri. Hmm. Um, she one one of my favorite albums was Asiatish, which was like this journey into an imagined China, which was fabulous kind of Sino grime uh, type record. And uh, she used to work as A Shay, and that's what we're going to listen yeah. to now. Tell us about that. Yeah, I was thinking about playing this other tune by her, one of her latest albums called, well, I think it's called Sharina or Shin or Shinera or something like that, which I read about um, the album and the, the concept was really interesting about like the Arabic uh, super superhero or like super um, like Arabic, what was the name for that? Like, Shinera. Shinera, yeah, Shinera. But no, but I went back to her to her other side project or other name, which is Aisha. And we're gonna listen to this. We're gonna listen and then talk over and maybe listen some more of this um, Muslim trends and Muslim uh, juke. It's it's more of a Muslim trends mix that she did back in 2013, and she released like freely on her SoundCloud and this magazine called DIS. Uh, DLS, I think, DIS magazine. Right. And it's really interesting because it's it's none of her music. It's all like tunes that she kind of like produced and, and some sort of like fabricated some kind, like getting, um, you know, sampling stuff and, and getting tunes from, from the Arab world and putting them together and making this uh, beatless uh, mix, which comes together really well glued. And it's all about, you know, transic stuff and the feeling of... It's one of these other cliches about Arab, isn't it? Like the trance, the, exactly, the muezzin, yeah, yeah. chanting, and all these things that, you know, kind of like transport you into this arabesque night or some kind. Shall we go into the arabesque night? Yes. Okay. Hit it. <laughs>
I feel like I've, I've, I've travelled. That's unbelievable. Did you make your prayers? Uh, no, no, that'll be in part two. <laughs> okay, so now it's getting a little more like chilly or ambient. And, but the, the mix lasts for um, some 14, 14 minutes. It's, it's a short mix, but it covers like different. I mean, we were hearing to this more upbeat, if we could say that, like upbeat part of the mix. And now it's all like prayers and really mellow stuff. You know, all this heavy use of the autotune uh, with the, uh, you know, Arab, uh, Arabic uh, lyrics and music. It's really, it's, 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 a, it's a thing you hear every day in the Arab world, like autotune got so much into the Arab music. Uh, and in this case, it's, it's of course, it's uh, like one of the trademarks of the, of the mix. Like Fatima just knew that and had to bring it into the mix, like, you know, autotune these that's, days. That's one of the things I love about autotune, because people, I think people get, get sick of it and people are like, oh, it's just a hip hop thing. But it's so not, you know, it's something that's gone totally, not totally global. Like African producers, as you say, Arabic producers, you hear it all over the world. And... It just, I think it works really well with lots of different types of music. You know, it's, it's, gone, it's gone beyond being like a sort of local fad, even local on the sort of level of, you know, US hip-hop. It is a truly global tool. In, in the case of Arab music, uh, my thoughts on it is that I, I think they would agree if we were to talk about this with, with some Arabic producers or, um, you know, people from there that, who listens to music. Uh, Autotune has this uh, special, like, um, I would say, like... Um, droning or sacred quality to it which makes like uh, in terms of music it's like a it's a modal thing like you're into that mode so if you're in c or d or e minor it's all the way e minor all the time so you don't get to change the tonality so that makes it uh, to me it's like this sacred uh, quality to it like it's really gets really moody and atmospheric and you know The other thing about it brings is, well, you closer to God. <laughs> well, it's that perfection, isn't it? It's inhuman perfection. Yeah. No human can do That's this. Um, which is it divine? It is divine mixed by AJ. Notice that it's getting kind of like fucked up uh, in terms of tone here now. It's like one of these other, um, you know, qualities to, to the um, Arabic music. Sometimes they, they, use, they, they use the quarter tones, which we don't use at all in the Western, Western music. So it's getting like, yeah, it, she's mixing like two tunes there and it's getting kind of like scrambled. Listen.
We'll take it from there. Everybody wake up now. <laughs> that really was something. It was sort of stirring. It really took, takes you up and then it really calms you down in an incredible way. 
Um, and what I really like as well is I think the, the, the change between the next track that we're playing, that, that was really sort of trancey. The next one reminds me a little bit of, of, of drum and bass yeah, in a strange way. One. It's uh, Dina Abdel Wahid. Uh, she's like an, kind of like an up and coming artist. Uh, she's uh, Tun- uh, Tunisia based, but I guess she she flew to Paris maybe after the the latest events there on 2009, the Arab uh, Spring Revolution. Yeah. So she's uh, she's uh, French based now, and she's on this label. She just released uh, 2018, uh, I think it was November. Her last record is called Honar or Ronar, something like this, which means love. Um, and but we're gonna play this other tune uh, from 2017, um, which is called Ena Es Bab, and it's kind of like it's. Well, she's like um, I mean, it reminds me of somehow of these um, you know like Fatima Al Kadiri, all all these like you know um, female personalities you know from the Arab world that's that kind of like trying to change the game somehow and bring like more stuff like more um, you know um, genre related things and and as well as she's. She might be some sort of a refugee or some kind. Um, you know, she's bringing interesting stuff in. And it's in just her. incredibly fresh as well, yeah. this track. Let's so play it. It's Anna S. Baba by Dina Abdul Wahid. <laughs> I'm no 
I was just thinking that reminded me of a little bit of Fotec. Somehow, yeah. And it has this uh, this beats where where they get the claps on the down beats, which that's really a rap thing. It's pretty much of this um, that's we're gonna talk next. Uh, all these um, uh, they call it dabke uh, kind of beat on the uh, Arabic music, which is all the claps like this. So you're getting all the down beats and the up beats. It's all claps, like four to the floor, four to the floor claps, not kicks. Do you know who else does that? What what? Do you know who else does that? Who else? Germans. Oh, Germans do that too? Yeah, yeah. They yeah. don't know how to, you know, play the beats along. No, no. They, well, Germans tend to clap on the one and three. Whereas oh, yeah, else but we, we do this here too. Huh? No, it's more yeah. two and four, isn't it? It's two and four, but nobody does that. I mean, it's really hard. You know, this Gonzalez, I think, he was he, he played this live show where he, like, kind of like, he um, he extended one beat on, on his pl- piano playing so to make the, the audience on a TV show play on the twos and fours. So he's really a pro. Yeah. Had to make him do it. <laughs> so we're going to go for now. We're going to go for, um, I mean, it's one of the most known uh, Arabic uh, artists uh, right now. And the, like, I would say he got into, he was really uh, alternative, you know, back 10 years ago. Um, Sublime Frequencies, the label kind of like discovered him on those, um, on that first album, uh, I think it was called Le Jane. Le Jane, which was like the main tune that kind of like make this breakthrough into the, um, what we would say, mainstream indie yeah. <laughs> alternative scene. So I remember um, Omar Suleiman on Sonar 2009, like everybody was totally blown away by him. Now it's completely in the mainstream of this, you know, alternative circuit, who would say. What do you think? Well, you say his first album. Hadn't he actually done like 70 cassette albums yeah, before? Yeah, or sorry, yeah, sorry. No, not too precise. Yeah, he was like, he used to sing. He, he doesn't do that anymore because he, he, he had to fly out of his country because of the war. And I think his last record uh, is devoted to Syria, like Syria, My Love or something like that. Yeah. You think, I think. And now we're going to hear, as we all know, Omar Suleiman pretty well. And um, I want to talk about, like, we're going to listen to this remix by Crack Boy, which he doesn't use this name anymore. It's now he's called Crook or something, but he had this project called Crack Boy. And he did this nice remix uh, um, to Omar Suleiman uh, from this tune from 2013 called Shift Al Money. And my point here is that um, when uh, I think it's this comment that I want to give you guys, when, when we find Arabic music a little bit too fast or too crazy, uh, there's always someone who's going to, you know, slow it down a little bit and make it more Western, to, I mean, more pleasing to our ears. And that's, I mean, that's the purpose of this. To me, that's the purpose of the, this uh, specific remix by Crackboy, which is, um, you know, keep the craziness, keep the, the, you know, the, the feeling of something that's wild and, and extreme, but... You know, in terms of BPMs, so slowing it down a little bit. He's also made it pretty filthy as well. This yeah. is quite a tough song. It is. Rowdy. And then we have this other surprise about Omar Suleiman that's just totally related to, to what I just said. So let's listen now to this uh, Shift Almani Omar Suleiman Crack Boy remix.
I saw, I was lucky enough to see Omar Suleiman in 2009. He was playing all tomorrow's parties and he absolutely destroyed it. And then the next day after just, yeah. just killing the dance floor, I saw him in the shop buying milk, dressed exactly the same as he had been for morning coffee. Exactly. Yeah. It was. It made me so happy. That was the, um, yeah, that was the, um, I guess that was the early days for, for his like international touring. So 2009, he was like starting it off and and I, I guess it was the, the, the wildest parties you know that time because you know people were not were not really were not totally you know used at all to this you know Arab music coming into uh, like a Western festival and you know blowing up the whole thing. No, it was still on the level of a total surprise. I still didn't quite see how yeah. it was going to work. I don't think I'd even heard him before. I'd heard of him, but I'm not sure quite sure I'd heard him. And I went along and it was just brilliant. I mean, it was it was like everything that people had described. But in a way that made total sense, if that if that makes any sense, it's like, yeah. oh, of course it is like that. But no, it works in in this very strange context. He meets, um, yeah, he totally meets up like the expectations on you would have on a rap crazy, uh, you know, stripped off um, kind of a technoish music. So that's why that's why we love him so much. But he is, I mean, I wonder about his perception um, on on music. I mean, he used to sing all all these weddings and 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 stuff. I mean with you know people paying him money to actually like you know come up with some verses for the for the bride and groom stuff like that so but he made a business out of that so i guess he's fine now well i re- i just like the fact he's a real pro i th- i reckon yeah. he's the kind of person you know he's the anti diva i reckon you could send him anywhere he'd be like yeah okay you want to play this party i'll play i'll play this party i you know and it could be a wedding it can be like a rave it could be an art gallery anything so you want me to play i'll play and do it brilliantly as well I have uh, this experience when I, 2010, I went down to Palestine to play some shows uh, at refugee camps. So I met I met all these guys, and these two last tunes are like my actual like produce from there. Um, first tune is the um, the tune by Ala Rida, which is a uh, it's a uh, it's a singer for, from um, what was it Nablus, which is that city like one of the. Uh, resistance, the main resistance cities in in Palestine, 
and and I went to his studio. We went to his studio to um, to record a tune there. And you know, as I'm an electronic musician, I kind of like okay. Uh, I kind of talked to him with a translator, and and I asked him for for some acapellas. Wow! <laughs> so he was like, "What do you want this for?" But so no, I'm just gonna make a new beat on your tune, whatever. And that's what we're gonna listen, you know, to finish off the the show. But first, we're gonna listen to this uh, really crazy tune, uh, really. Uh, fucked up name as well because Arabs do this that they they mix when they type in like um, text messages you know they they write with numbers a lot yeah. like, like like as we do in English but like a lot of <laughs> numbers in between the, le the letters so this one's called Wisla Al-Badawi and I don't know what what it means you could google it up it might you know the FBI might go after <laughs> you after you google this but who knows but it's a really I mean it has this a uh, naive kind of like funky edit uh feeling at, at at first and then it gets really dapke which is what they what they're really into like the dapke kind of like um kind of kind of sounds like reggaeton beat you know it's tum kitum 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 that's the dapke thing dapke and four to the floor claps as well so this is ala rita is really old stuff from nablus palestine whistle al badawi
So that's the that's the style there. Palestine, all these like grander,、um, you know, orchestral things. That was funky. <laughs> yeah, that was it's kind of yeah. They have these nice videos too. I mean, you search for Alar, you're gonna you're gonna find really few things, but it's still nice to check out. And to top it all off,、uh, as I said,、um, I kind of like not not stole, but you know, ask for some. For, he, he gave me a full、uh, like folder of、um, of acapellas of him that I you know I have somewhere there in my hard drive somewhere at home, and I use one of those acapellas to make this tune. Uh, which is actually signed to,、uh, well, it's it's credited to Gia, to someone called Giamino, and、um, and the tune is, <laughs> it's this、um, ge- uh, like word game.、Uh, if you're from Barcelona, you know this called place Valdebron, which is by the you know the Valdebron Hospital or、yeah. Linea Tres, whatever line three.、Um, but then I just changed the V to the B to the to the B alta the B, so it's kind of like a ball, the Bron or some kind of a ball. If you you know if you reckon、um, some music you know ball scene whatever ballroom whatever,、um, what I was trying to do was trying to mix the、um, what we called、um, uh, something hashtag、uh, like Palestinian ghetto tech, which、wow. would be something close to yeah like getting this Palestinian feeling and Arab feeling, and mixing it up with、um, some sort of like yeah like early juke or ghetto tech thing. How hard was that to do, to to kind of mix the the, the styles? Did it work? Did, did it just click, or was it like、oh, how? I had this trouble because I had to tune my my keyboards to the Arabic scale, <laughs> which is kind of, was actually really easy because in Logic, for example, I'm gonna give you this little hint there trick.、Uh, you can tune to the Arabic scale.、Uh, all your MIDI devices will work on the Arabic scale if you just set the preferences there on Logic Audio. If you're really into this thing, you can sound like Arabic. Like this, I did not know really that. Really easy, yeah. And then you got the, the you know the beat laid down, and on top I just changed the the tuning and played my Logic、uh, orchestral keyboard right away on top. And it sounds a little bit like this. And this could be the finishing track today. It is, and、uh, so thank you. It's been an absolute pleasure to have you here, Brackberry.、Um, and you. And、uh, we'll be back in two weeks. Yes. Right. And、uh, we're going to be talking. Traveling to Russia, exactly. Good. Going to go from hot to freezing cold. Get some vodka ready. Exactly. Okay. So bye bye. Thank、you
ذاك البطل حني عليه زفوا الشهيد شيعوا يرتابوا You're